All right, we're back, and we are live. I think they got the Periscope thing all situated. We were having issues with the uh, with the Periscope. We were having technical issues. So we've been on now for a while with uh, uh, Spreaker and Blog Talk. Here's my question. One of my people, Alex, let me ask you a question, Mr. Favala. You say blog talk is killing you. Why aren't you listening to it on um, Spreaker? Why blog talk? Why not Spreaker? We're on Spreaker live. Why are you listening to it on blog talk? And as we speak, they are uh, trying to configure the RSS feed from Spreaker into the uh, the iTunes. So my question to you, uh, Alex or Alexander, is why do you listen on Blog Talk? Why not Spreaker? Do you not get Spreaker? Do you not get Spreaker? Because Spreaker's better quality. Oh, Saturday morning in Japan. So what's the difference? You can't get Spreaker in Japan? Saturday morning in Japan. Who cares? Spreaker doesn't work at Saturday morning? Oh, it's the only time I listen live. The only time I listen live. Oh, the only time you listen live is. I still don't get it. Spreaker's on now, though. I, I'm I'm missing. I'm missing. Right now, Spreaker's on. Right now, if you go to Spreaker, the iPod has. So you don't have. So your iPod doesn't have Spreaker? Because right now we're broadcasting on Spreaker. Right now, if you go to Spreaker, we are broadcasting live on Spreaker and Blog Talk. If we're not, somebody tell me. But as far as I understood, we were on Spreaker the same time we were on Blog Talk and iHeartRadio. I understand the podcasts are from Blog Talk, Alex. I I get that. But right now, you can listen. Oh, so you don't listen live. So right now, you like to listen. You like to watch the. Um, you like to watch Periscope instead of listening live. I don't know. Yeah, I'm all confused. All right, I can I I can't I can't sit here for for an hour. Talking with uh, Alexander Farvella, my Japanese friend from uh, Nagasaki or wherever he's from. Where are you from, Nagasaki? <laughs> where, are you, where are you from, Okinawa? You guys, you guys that weren't with us uh, earlier. I'm from the state. He's from the states. But where do you live in Japan? That's what I want to know. Living in Tokyo. Okay. All right. Don't omorigato. Don't omorigato. All right. Listen. Enough of the of our of our Japanese conversation. Well, it's not really a Japanese conversation. He's living in. He's living in uh, Japan. So if you were listening earlier when we were, um, well, we weren't live, but when we were on Periscope, but when we were talking, I was giving you guys the story about. Uh, sprint. So that's what you guys missed on 
Periscope and uh, Facebook, wherever else they're watching the show. So if you want to hear the conversation about uh, Sprint and their horrible customer service because uh, their call centers in Bangladesh, you could go to iTunes after the broadcast. And then we are talking about locker room talk, this whole locker room talk. And we brought up uh, Kristen Cavalieri's comments today. She is married to Jay Cutler. And she said, yeah, guys talk like this. They're gross. They're sleazy. And she's got girlfriends that talk like this. But all right, that was what you missed. So let's move forward because those of you who've been with us from the beginning of the show are going, Rob, we heard this. Let's go. All right. So wouldn't you say... Wouldn't you say the media is completely, and it's not just the media, and it's not just the left, but the establishment Republicans have completely lost their minds as far as Donald Trump's campaign and the message. Because if you don't think If you don't think there are establishment Republicans that are part of this Groundhog Day of women that are now just popping up out of the blue, just just out of the blue. If you think it's all, if you think it's all just the media and libs, You're sadly mistaken. I mean, just put on the radio and listen to Megan McCain. Listen to Essie Cup. I mean, there's a slew of establishment Republicans. There's a slew of them. Because now their pitch... Now their pitch is, how can Republicans stand by and let Donald Trump get away with what he's getting away with? He's going to damage the party for the next 50 years with women. And uh, like the Republican Party has been in this great place. Before Donald Trump came along. And, 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 let me ask you a question. Okay, let me me just ask you this question. Before the first debate, all of the polls, the scientific polls, don't forget, they're scientific. Online polls aren't scientific. Um, The... um, L.A. Times poll is not scientific. Uh, Any poll that shows Trump tied or um, leading is not scientific. Okay? Now, there was a brief moment when all these polls, the scientific ones, CNN, 
ABC, CBS. They all had Trump either tied or winning. And then after the first debate, and the media told all of us that not only did Trump lose, but that he lost bigly. Like bigly. And those of us on the right, or those of us who are not the left, and the honest ones on the right, and I consider myself one of the honest ones, said, the first 30 minutes, Hillary got beat. The last 60 minutes, Hillary, along with Lester Holt, gave Trump a spanking. 100%. But the media said it was a disaster. And remember, the same media, after the second debate, said Trump lost that also. I mean, they even whipped out polls that basically said he lost the second debate as much as he lost the first debate. And people that hated Trump hate, just despise him, just despise him, actually said he won the second debate. So, before that first debate, Trump was either ahead or he was tied. And then, the first debate happened, And polls came out that said he was now behind two, three, four points. And then the Alicia Machado story became a wildfire. And then polls came out that said he was 11, 12 points behind. Now, don't forget, the poll that everybody was quoting was an NBC Wall Street Journal poll. That was conducted by a Hillary Clinton super PAC. Or, I should say, a company that is part of a Hillary Clinton super PAC. But, regardless, the Fox poll comes out and says Hillary's up by 7 or 8. Now, here's a question. If up to that point you had millions and millions and millions of people supporting Donald Trump and saying they would vote for Donald Trump and this, this, this is still after Everything, everything that we heard before the first debate. So, Donald Trump makes fun of people with learning disabilities. Donald Trump makes fun of handicapped people. Donald Trump is a bigot. Donald Trump is a racist. Donald Trump doesn't pay his taxes. Donald Trump... uh, 
uh, is a dummy. Donald Trump doesn't know the nuclear triad. Donald Trump makes fun of gold star families. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on and on. Donald Trump is a sexist. And remember, all these Howard Stern tapes that CNN and MSNBC and the Daily Beast have been um, playing and, and, and broadcasting, they were played and broadcasted two, three months ago. Donald Trump talking about Princess Diana and banging Princess Diana was broadcasted three months ago. Donald Trump saying uh, it's hard for a woman to be a 10 who's flat-chested. That was broadcasted a few months ago. Remember, Hillary Clinton's been making ads with all, with all of this footage. Carly Fiorina's face. Look at that face. Is that a face of a president? That was stuff that was done months ago. Calls women fat pigs. That was stuff done months ago. So, millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people heard all of that. They digested all of that. And they still went, you know what? I have a binary choice. It's either Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump. If you want to use the lines that we've been hearing, it's either cyanide or a gun. It's either a handful of crap or a handful of donkey semen. Pick the lesser of the two evils. So whatever analogy you want to use. All of this stuff, everybody's known. Everybody's known this stuff. Unlike the Hillary stuff, unlike the Hillary stuff, which was never proven. Remember, we we, we had a big bit about this yesterday. And they're still telling people, you're crazy. You're You're an Alex Jones conspiracy kook. You're a prison planet nut. Even as evidence comes out. Of media corruption, banking corruption, all of these things that are in black and white, we're still told if you believe any of this stuff that Donald Trump is saying at a rally, you're you're just full Breitbart, you're just full prison wars, you're just bro info whatever. So. Before that first debate, everybody already knew 
Everybody already knew. Remember, the New York Times ran that story. Remember the story? Donald Trump parading women out uh, to, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, the pool. Donald Trump saying his daughter's a piece of ass. Like all of these things, everybody's already known. And yet, it was neck and neck, or Trump was up by a point, or Hillary was up by a point. Now, they have the debate. Trump doesn't look good. In the last half of the debate, you have the week of Alicia Machado, and then the polls come out that have Trump losing 11 points. Think about that. 11 points. So after four months of millions and millions and millions of people invested into the Donald Trump campaign or the binary choice of this person or Hillary. Some of you want to treat the name Donald Trump as uh, the evil guy from... Harry Potter, go for it. The binary choice of not Hillary. So you've invested time, you've invested money, you've invested heart, you've invested soul. And then out of the blue, because of 60 minutes... That involved the birther movement. And remember, remember, millions and millions and millions and millions of people have been told over and over and over and over and over again that Donald Trump is the king of the birthers. So again, when he was tied or he was up a point, all of these people already knew the birther stuff. So to watch 20 minutes play out on TV between Lester Holt, Trump, and Hillary about Obama and being a birther, how does that all of a sudden lose Trump 10 million voters? I mean, I don't know how you gauge when you're talking points. Again, I'm not a scientist, so I don't know scientific polls. But figure 10 million, if you if if you're down by 11 points is is it 10, 11 million? Is it 6, 7 million? So 6, 7 or 8 million people that know all this information all of a sudden, after that debate went, oh, no, yeah, no, not going to vote for him now. Definitely Hillary. Doesn't make 
any sense, does it? Or I'm just stupid. Maybe I'm just stupid. I'm just stupid then. But it sure doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Sure doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Now, we've talked about uh, polls and, and, and what polls are used for and what polls mean. I mean, again, guys, how do you get gay marriage? How do you get women to serve in the military? How do you get any of the social engineering things that go on in this country with polls? How do you get free college? How do you get anything? Polls. I mean, Obama said it. You've got to have public support. You got to have public support. How do you get public support? The media tells the public. People are feeling this way. I mean, just the poll that says Obama's job approval rating is uh, 57%, 56%. But, but, the economy gets a failing grade. War on terror gets a failing grade. Race relations gets a failing grade. Keeping us safe, get, he gets a failing grade in everything. So when you break down individually, so do you think the uh, President Obama is doing a good job with race relations? No. So if you break down these individual things, he's not getting a passing grade. But if you're like, hey, what do you think of uh, the job Obama's doing? Oh, man, he's doing fine. Basically, do you like him? Do you like him as just a person? When you see him on the cover of Ebony or uh, Essence or whatever the hell it is, do you like him? Do, do you want to... Spit at the magazine. Nah. Nah. Whatever. Oh, okay. Approval rating. So that's what polls are. I mean, how can the American people say that the economy's crap, uh, race relations are crap, and all these things are, are just crap? But the president's doing a good job. He's doing a good job at what? Making crap? Okay. So at the end of the day, you get done with the first debate, and now millions and millions and millions and millions of people have just decided out of the blue... That Hillary Clinton is their choice, not Donald Trump. Well, what was it? The Muslim ban? 
No, I'm fine with that. Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Rosie O'Donnell's a fat pig? No, I was fine with that. Uh, calling his daughter a piece of ass? No, I was fine with that. Hmm. Uh, him being a birther? No, I was fine with that. Him saying um, some illegals, some Mexican illegals are rapists and drug dealers? No, I was fine with that too. Okay. All right, check, check. Um, oh, uh, making fun of disabled people? <laughs> I was fine with that. Alright, so, what is it? What? All of a sudden, the day after the first debate made you go, Oh, you know, I was going to vote for him, but mm, nope. Hillary, that's who I'm voting for. Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. The only thing, the only thing that makes sense is Trump really is not behind that much in the polls. The perception is that it's over. When you hear Democrats say the Trump strategy is to depress the vote for Hillary, energize the Trump base, and in turn win the election by suppressing the Democrat vote and enthusiasm. It's like they're telling you what they're doing. They're telling you what they're doing because what they're doing is trying to suppress the Republican vote. What they're doing is telling you the game's over. They're telling you the game is over. There's six minutes left in the fourth quarter. The Republicans are down by two touchdowns and they're telling people to leave they're telling people to go home why be enthused about a campaign that's dead why worry about a campaign that's dead Hey, all you supporters, forget about it. It's over. Don't waste your time. The game is done. Remember, rather it's the Democrats, rather it's the media, they all do their own internal polling you have the polling the scientific polling that of course NBC and CNN 
and ABC does. But then you have internal polling. You have that impo- that 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 polling that they don't let anybody know. They do that polling where they don't let anybody know. They do that polling where they come and they meet in a room. Just like you see what's going through the WikiLeaks where you got staffers and people like Podesta talking to each other saying, I'm worried about this, I'm worried about that. Hillary's weak here, Hillary's weak there. So that internal polling I know my mouth is mushy right there. The internal polling has got to be saying that it's tied. That you legit have a divided country. That internal polling, that internal polling after that first debate, must not have moved the dial. As those days went on, and you had the whole Pence Kane debate, regardless of what the NBC polls and the ABC polls and the establishment polls said, those internals all must have came back and said, nothing has moved. The only way we're going to win this is by turning women against Trump. Because right now, these numbers are deadlocked. Right now, these numbers are deadlocked. That's what the internal polling showed. That's what the internal polling showed. Because from the day of that tape leak, that Friday tape leak, to now, it's been scorched earth from the Democrats and the media. And the Republican establishment. I mean scorched earth. You know everybody likes to put the shift to Trump. Well if he would stop talking about that. Oh BS. Stop. Just stop. Just, just, Just stop. If Trump didn't talk about this stuff. They would still be talking about it. They wouldn't be talking about WikiLeaks. They'd be talking about this. Just like all the establishment Republicans, all the SE Cups, all the Bill Crystals, this illusion in their mind that if now... They all jump up and say, we told you Trump is a scumbag. We don't like him. Everybody needs to denounce him. We need to just, 
regroup for 2020. He's horrible. He's. They all think that at the end of the day, the media is going to say, oh, you know what? You did a good job. I told you, it's, it's, it's the McCain effect. I, I've talked about this ad nauseum. It's the McCain effect. It's the, no, ma'am, Barack is not an Arab. He's a good man. Huh? Huh? Guys, where, where's my pat on the back? Here you are, old man. How about a kick in the ass? All right. Are you sure Lester Holt won't be like Candy Crowley? We promise. Wow, Lester Holt was like Candy Crowley. But you promised. Well... It's all right. We'll try again in 2020. Okay. So now all these Republicans are like, so so if we just say that Trump is evil and bad, you guys will 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 be cool with us. Oh, sure, go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be cool with you. Yeah. Sure. Go for it. The scorched earth tactic of the left shows you that internal polling says the race is neck and neck. And so they went the nuclear option. And the nuclear option is all these women coming out of the woodwork who've been assaulted, who've been groped and it's obvious when they wheeled out the 75 year old lady and everybody went really guys they went oh man oh okay all right all right here here's here's some other ones hey gloria are you ready gloria we need you gloria we need you all right guys i'm ready So the 75-year-old uh, 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 <laughs> great-grandmother, that one, the skeptics went, the skeptics went, mm. <laughs> the skeptics went oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> they, went, they went, okay, that's more like it's some young ones. All right, they, okay, all right. All right. And yet, and yet, more and more and more of these girls come out and the rallies are getting bigger and bigger and bigger for Trump. It's bigger and bigger and bigger. But today, I mean today, I watched Anderson Cooper and and it's funny because I got I got all my I, I had a bunch of notes and now I don't know where my damn notes are. So I got some notes here. <laughs> I got some notes here. But the woman that came out today forget the forget the one 
forget the one with uh, Anderson Cooper or uh, with uh, what's her name, Allred. For, forget that one. Okay. For for forget that one. Uh, go to uh, the one that uh, talked about being at a club. If you watch the interview with this one, it's obvious. It's obvious that this girl is making this up. I mean, I mean, it really is. The, the way she's t- talking and, and just the whole... <sighs> we were at a club. It was a crowded club. Next thing I knew, someone just touched my vagina through my panties. And then they just left. Yeah. It's exactly what happened. And you're like, wait a minute. What? Wait, what? <laughs> what? I mean, you got to watch this. Her name's Kristen Anderson. Okay? And I know in the culture that we live in now, you're not allowed to question anybody. You're just, you're not allowed you're not allowed to question anybody. You're not allowed to say I don't know about this. And and again, I'm not real sure when this whole I I don't because it's not a rape culture, but I'm not real sure when this whole if a woman says so and so touched me, then a it has to be believed. B if you question it, you're like a, a monster. C, you should be in jail for asking questions. I'm not real sure when this happened. I mean, I'm 42. I think I'm 42. I don't know if I'm 42 or 43. Sometimes this stuff just happens. It's kind of like the weather. I I know this sounds stupid. But out here in California, believe it or not, it gets cold. Not like East Coast cold, but it gets cold. And it always seems like it just happens. Like you wake up and go, oh man, it's cold. It's our winter now. It's the same thing with this culture of not being able to question anything a girl says. It's like we just woke up one day. And the minute any woman says, 
I was raped. I was, uh, you know, touched inappropriately. Uh, he said sexist comments to me. He uh, sexually abused me. He, uh, whatever. It automatically is to believed. No if ands, or buts about it. Whoever the woman is talking about is guilty. And the story case closed. It seems like it just happened overnight. And during the whole Bill Cosby thing, I, I brought this up and, and I'll and I'll throw this out there. And and and, and I, I'll throw this at you too. And it's kind again, I'm not it, it's it definitely happened in the Obama era. Obama created this. But I'm not sure where it springboarded from, but let me give you an example. And, and it'll segue into what I'm saying. And I don't want to get off the complete map here. I'm going to try and tie it all back in. When I was growing up, if you were misbehaving, whether it was in school or at your job or even uh, uh, interacting with police, Whatever the consequences were, you deserved it. There was never a debate of what those actions were. So if the extreme level of those actions were you getting killed by the cops, it was always, well, what led up to that? And then after you said, well, the person went after the cop. The person got into a fight with the cop. The, the person didn't obey, uh, you know, what the cop said. He went to his way. Whatever it was, people went, well, that's what happens. If you were in school and you were effing off. And... Maybe you were in a Catholic school and the teacher hits you with a ruler or whatever. There was no running home and saying to mom and dad, uh, Sister Teresa hit me with a ruler. That bitch. It was, well, what did you do? Well, I, I was mouthing off in class and she told me to stop and I didn't stop. And there you go. Yeah, but... She hit me with a ruler. Well, guess what? Come here. And then you would get hit. You, I mean, seriously. We're not I'm not talking about abuse. Stop it. I'm not talking about getting, you know, uh, uh, lashed on your balls with a stick. Like Adrian Peterson did to his kid. I, I'm not talking about that. But for me, it all culminated to that video we saw of that in that school where the, the black girl was in class. She's on her phone. The teacher's like, put the phone away. She's like, no. Teacher's like, put the phone away. No. And there's like this 15-minute back and forth of... Please put the phone away. I'm going to get an administrator. I'm going to do it. I mean, it was like, please, will you, will you behave? I mean, 
bizarre. A- absolutely bizarre. Again, back in the 90s, early 90s, late 80s, none of us would have done that because we would have <laughs> we would have expected exactly what happened with that girl. A male teacher who is bigger than us grabbing us by our neck and pulling us out of that chair. And we wouldn't have dared ran home to our mom and dad and said, I got pulled out of uh, my desk by, by, by my neck by, by Brother Valdemar. But when my parents have been like, well, he didn't do it for no reason. Well, the teacher told me to put my Game Boy away, and I told the teacher to F off. My parents would be like, what? I would have, what? That's just what would have happened. But that girl, after the teacher pleads with her, and, and then an administrator comes in and pleads with her, and after they plead with her, they say, we're going we're gonna to have the security guard remove you. And she still went, F you. I don't care. F you. And then the security guard came in and said, you need to leave. And she went, F you. And then he grabbed her. The desk flipped over. And because she was so obese, when he tried to pull her out, the desk was still kind of attached to her. But at the end of the day, there was a national outrage. And not one person said, well, the girl shouldn't have done what she did. It was all about the guy pulling her out of the desk. And that's where we are as it pertains to a woman saying, so-and-so groped me. When did this happen? 15 years ago. Where did it happen? At a club. Was anybody there? Uh, Well, yeah. Did anybody see this? (laughs) No. Well, how did the... Well, why are you... You don't believe me? You're supposed to believe everyone. Oh, okay. All right. You're right. You're right. The Bill Cosby thing. You heard girl after girl after girl talk about, well, you know, I went to his hotel room. What? Yeah, you know, I went to his hotel room and we had drinks. I remember Janice Dickinson did this whole thing where she came. Yeah, Bill Cosby, date raped me. So what's the story, Janice? Well... I got this call from Bill, and Bill said, hey, I'd love to go over some ideas you have. And I said, Bill, that would be awesome, but it's 12 o'clock at night. I'll call the office. No, I want to go over them with you now. Well, where are you? I'm in Lake Tahoe. Wow, well, which... Well, you know what? Uh, you hop on a private plane. Well, when? Now. Oh, okay. now? Yeah, now. 
So what I did is that I rushed to the airport and I got on a private plane and I flew to Bill Cosby's hotel room and then I got in the hotel room and the, the women of 20 years ago would went, um, yeah, uh, next. What? Uh, first off, honey, if you're flying in the middle of the night to a man's hotel room who just called you up to say, hey, come on down to my hotel room. And you're flying across country or whatever the hell you're flying. Um, well, uh, you know it. I know it. You're going to get effed. You're going to get effed. No, I was just going to go and discuss a movie role. Really? Just in the middle of the night, you're going to fly to another state to go to a hotel. Really? It, you, you can't discuss it when everybody's back in town? Well, no. And I'd... See, back in the day, other women would never have defended her. Other women would never have defended her. Back in the day, women would never have defended other women that talked about going to guys' hotel rooms. Back in the... And forget guys. Just other women wouldn't have. And even girls today. Even girls today don't support. And I'm not saying all the girls, because if all the girls had this attitude, we wouldn't be in the situation we are. But there's enough girls. Now, a lot of them won't come out and say it. Because when they do, they get shamed and they get bullied and they get harassed. By girls that say you shouldn't harass and bully other girls. But they do. Just like Kristen Cavalier when she said guys talk like that. And instantly she was questioned about it being, oh, that's sexual assault. You're saying guys, oh man, okay, okay, fine. You say it's sexual assault. I mean, my girlfriend's 27. I find, I, to me, she's, she's you know, woman empowerment. You know, she, she does the whole thing. But she'll be the first one, the first one to say, okay, if a guy owns a studio, uh, a guy, uh, the, 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 you know, a, a, any guy, studio, uh, a, a businessman, um, whoever, Is saying, hey, come to my hotel room or uh, come to my house. Uh, I want to take you to dinner. What? My girl goes, unless you're looking to have sex. Unless, you, unless you're looking to have sex or use your sexuality to try to get something. There's never a time. 
when you're going to somebody's house or hotel room or dinner, things that occur between people that are, are, are couples or have a relationship. But if I'm ahead of a studio or I'm whatever and I say to you, hey, uh, um, whatever your name is, I want to discuss this movie role I, I'm thinking about for you. Oh, really? Okay. Well, you know what? I'll call the secretary and set up a time where I could, you know, come to the... Oh, no, no, no. I was thinking... I was thinking maybe you could meet me at my hotel room. Your hotel room? Yeah, meet me at my hotel room. You want me to meet you at your hotel room to discuss a movie part? Well, guess what? That means I'm going to stick it in you. You're going to gobble everything that I got. And then I'll give you this part. It doesn't mean come over to my private hotel room so we could discuss business. I mean, get out of here. Just stop. Just stop. Okay? Just stop. But somehow, we are now in this weird place. Where a woman legitimately has no, absolutely, and again, I'm not talking about sexual assault. I'm not talking about a guy raping someone. Uh, There's no excuse for that, but for a guy to say, Hey, come over to the hotel room. Let's discuss this part. Let's go over these things. And then you go to the hotel room, and the guy's like, Hey, you know, I was wondering, would you give me fellatio right now? I'd love for you to give me fellatio. And then we'll discuss uh, some other movies I could put you and you start running and screaming, saying, oh, my God, I can't believe this. This is so wrong. Well, come on. You go, come on. And see, back in the day, people uh, like my mother told their daughters, don't put yourself in a position That can lead to situations or things of that nature. I grew up in a time when parents told their daughters, you don't go to a man's bedroom. You, 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 don't, you just don't do those things. You don't do those things. No, like I said, 
the liberals love to go after Trump, but they created this environment. They created a slut walk. I mean, seriously, they, they, they've created an environment where a woman should walk around with her ass cheeks hanging out. She should walk. I mean, it's it's just it's just preposterous. It's just preposterous. It is preposterous. And again, I'm not saying. Well, if you wear your ass cheeks hanging out, you deserve to be assaulted. It's not what I'm saying. But there is a slippery slope of a culture. There is a slippery slope of a culture. That has slut walks. That has 12 year old girls doing pole dancing as exercise. You know, that wasn't, that wasn't around 20 years ago. Kim Kardashian was not looked at 20 years ago as a role model. I mean, I got to imagine if Monica Lewinsky did what she did now... She would have her own reality show. She'd have her own reality show. And she would be the most famous person in the world. She did fellatio in a, in a, in a different generation. I mean, she should have been able to parlay that. Into into to 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 superstardom, and she tried, but the culture back then was a lot different. Back then, she tried to create her own handbag line. She tried to do stuff like that, but people didn't buy it. Women back then went. Why would you buy a handbag from some girl that was having the president shoot loads in her face and had the president use her vagina as an ashtray? What? And look at her. Monica Lewinsky didn't hide. You don't see Monica Lewinsky now. Yeah, because she was ostracized. She was banished. There was no reality show. There was no handbag line. There was no catwalk appearances. There was nothing. It was shame. It was, why would you be proud of what you did? And why should we celebrate you? And the liberals changed that culture. 
Liberals changed that culture. So now... So now, any woman can say anything and do anything. And if you question them or anything of that nature, you're condoning rape and you're condoning uh, burning girls at the state. I mean, it just... And I know I'm, I'm, I'm getting off the... The reservation. But what you're seeing is just bizarro. When you're seeing this Kristen Anderson just ramble on Anderson Cooper about being in a club. I mean, if I'm telling you, you got to watch the, the video because it's basically her at a club just a random hot spot in Hollywood or wherever the hell it is. Her sitting there and this very famous billionaire creeps up, sits next to her, and then sticks his hand under her skirt, rubs her vag, and then scurries away. Like he's Golem from Lord of the Rings. I mean, it's preposterous. It really is preposterous. It really, it's almost as preposterous as the 75-year-old woman. It's almost as preposterous as the 75-year-old woman. I mean, it really is. And 20 years ago, 25 years ago, this wouldn't, the media would, I mean, they, they couldn't, they couldn't run this type of stuff. But the rationale is, well, Trump is on tape. And just remember, when Anderson Cooper said, well, are, 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 you, are you sure? Are you sure, Don? Are you sure? Are you sure? That means all of this stuff was in the waiting. All of this stuff was ready to go. Like I told you, after that first debate, their internal polling showed that Trump and Hillary were neck and neck. And after Tim Kaine blew a big fart, they were neck and neck. So you got your 11-point poll. Look, guys. Look, guys. So now you instantly have a, a a a voter suppression. So you instantly have, or I should say, a voter depression. Hey, all you Trump supporters, guess what? He's losing, and he's losing bad. So even if you go and you vote for him, it, it doesn't matter. It's a wasted vote. I heard someone on the radio today say they were going to vote for Trump, but with all of these accusations coming out, and the fact that it would basically now just be a wasted vote. He's not going to set aside his principles to cast his vote for someone that he doesn't agree with morally because at the end of the day, he now has no chance to beat Hillary. I mean, that's exactly 
what their strategy was. It's exactly what the strategy is. So now you have 11 points down. Internal polling shows that it's still neck and neck. You have the Billy Bush tape leaked. And Anderson Cooper going, uh, so are you sure? 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 And now, any girl that comes out, a 75-year-old woman talking about 35 years ago, to some cuckoo bird, Kristen Anderson, going, yeah, I'm in a club. And, uh... Uh, I'm not going to apologize for anything that I wear, right? I'm not going to do that, or should I just wear a burqa? She said that to Anderson Cooper. Uh, should I just just wear a burqa? I mean, this is a cuckoo girl. You know those girls you go out with or you talk to, and you're like, oh, man, this girl's a weirdo. She's just weird. She's <laughs> just, just weird. She's just, <laughs> just weird. She's just a weird person. She's one of those people. And I've been around guys there you, you talk to, and they're just, they're just, every, like, you're like, wow, this dude's weird. It's the same thing. And because of that tape, and because all you hear from Anderson Cooper and Don Lemon with this straight, stoic face, what he's talking about is sexual assault. What he's talking about is sexual assault. What he's talking about is... But that's not what he said. No, that's what he said. It's sexual assault. Are you saying grabbing a woman by her pussy is not sexual assault? But that's not the... It's sexual. Are you condoning rape? Are you... Oh, God. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. I don't want to be the guy on CNN that... Gets blasted as being pro-rape. Okay, you got me. And what does the media say? Well, all of these women now have to be heard. And don't you see the pattern? Because if Trump said this in 05, and now... 27 days before the election, you have these women, including the great-grandmother, saying Trump did exactly what's on that tape. Well, voila. It has to be believed. And what's very amusing to me, I mean, there's a lot of things that are amusing, but... When you talk about the media and the fact that they're all in the bag for Hillary and when you say this election is rigged for Democrats and there's collusion with banks when you say these things you're called a conspiracy a conspiracy, a conspiracy theorist. 
You're called an InfoWars freak. And yet, when you say to them, but look at Donna Brazil at CNN. Look at John Harwood at CNBC. Look at Carlos Slim. Look at the owner of Univision. These are all examples of the media being in cahoots with the Democrat Party trying to get a Democrat elected. And what will they say? Oh, but those are just isolated incidences. You can't paint CNN with such a broad brush just because Donna Brazil was caught giving questions to Hillary Clinton's camp. You can't paint NBC with a broad brush just because John Harwood and Andrea Mitchell have been exposed to be helping the Hillary Clinton camp. Well, if you're saying you can't paint the media with that broad of a brush and that these incidences are isolated, why is it then a videotape comes out of Trump talking in character to Billy Bush and the cameraman and everybody else on that bus. Why is it that conversation is now the catalyst for every single girl, 75 years old to 25 years old and down, Why is that the catalyst, that the evidence, and that the painting with a broad brush that Donald Trump is a sexual abuser? He's a rapist. He is all these things. Why are you on the left allowed? To get away with using the argument of not painting the media with a broad brush when you've been exposed. But yet you paint Trump with the broad brush. To me, that's the most ironic and comical aspect of the whole media's Praise with these women. And them pushing back when Trump goes, the media's rigged. The media's rigged with the Democrats and the election. It's all one big sham. And the media, they're like, what? No, yeah. Oh, oh my God. How could he say this? Well,
And here's an example, not to just keep beating these 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 war horses, but here's an example that if the right, the uh, the legitimate right, had their own network, not nine ninety nine uh, with a little sling box or a Roku device, but a legitimate cable channel that sat right next to CNN that could be the counter-programming to Anderson Cooper and Chris Cuomo and Wolf Blitzer. You would get rebuttals to people like Kristen Anderson. Now, a website that keeps popping up, if you listen to conservative talk and read conservative websites, is a site called Got News. Now, imagine if we had a channel that was right next to CNN or MSNBC. MSNBC, for me... In Glendale, California, is 751. That's HD. I have HD, yes. So 751 is MSNBC. So imagine 752, just as an example. Imagine 752 was called... I don't know. Trumpican. I... Whatever, whatever funny name you want to call it. And you had a program, because the way you would have to do it is counter-program in a sense of, if Anderson Cooper's on from, example, 6 to 8, you have counter-programming from 8 to 10. And that counter-programming shoots down everything Anderson Cooper just did. So Anderson Cooper spends 15 minutes interviewing Kristen Anderson. And then this program airs and it shows all of the things that shine a light on Kristen Anderson not being somebody that you can put her hand on a stack of Bibles in a courtroom and say, oh, here you go. She's telling the truth. So let me give you a little taste. So imagine... Imagine you have counter-programming to Anderson Cooper's 15-minute conversation with this cuckoo bird. And I'm telling you, don't take my word for the fact that she's a cuckoo bird. Go watch the interview. This girl was like on a different planet, okay? So. The Got News crew 
has her Facebook posts, which are dated July 19th. I don't even know about politics to post anything in that arena. All I know is that it has become a choice between bad and bad, which is really no choice at all. They have us all right where they want us, sheep with no choice at all, eating the food they give us, drinking the water they give us, and making us pay for it. It's all pretty bad. And then people respond, Bernie's still in it. I'm waiting until the convention before deciding where to do. One should never feel they have to vote for someone that uh, they just don't like, their fear is bad. She says, I don't feel that way. And then June 28th, I just got an email from the Trump campaign asking for donations. Why is this hilarious? Maybe I need to send out an email for donations to my cause. What is Kristen's cause? This is what you're asking as you're reaching for your credit card and looking for the donate $50 now button. You're funding this single mom's photography business so she could actively turn it into a profitable business and take care of her child properly and with love so that he turns out to be an amazing human being with compassion, enthusiasm, creativity, and willingness to make the lives of others better. Actually, I do not and won't have a donate $50 now button. But I do have a book now button. And guess what? You could actually get something back for your investment. Beautiful photos. Captured memories. Priceless. Priceless. Just saying. So, was the goal for this girl to advertise her photography business? Because this is all before she went on Anderson Cooper... To tell everybody about this golem-like character. (laughs) This golem-like character who just snuck up, stuck his hands up her skirt, touched her pussy, and then ran away. And we're all to believe it because in 2005, Donald Trump told Billy Bush and the camera crew and the rest of people that were in the bus, hey, when you're a celebrity, you could do whatever you want. They let you. They let you do whatever you want. So because Trump said that in 05, we have to automatically believe Kristen Anderson. And you can't question anything she's saying 28 days before the election. Can't question anything. And it's kind of funny. Because in 05, what Trump said is, when you're famous, you know, they know you. They let you do whatever you want. They let you grab them by the pussy. Now, according to Kristen... Donald Trump didn't come up to her and say, Hi, do you know who I am? Well, I do know who you are. You're Donald Trump, star of The Apprentice. Well, yes, I am. I am Donald Trump, star of The Apprentice. Now I'm going to grab your pussy. 
Because technically, that's what was supposed to happen. But according to Kristen, he didn't do that. She was talking with friends, hanging out, chilling. And all of a sudden, she felt somebody touch her pussy. And when she turned, that person was gone. It wasn't until her friend said, hey, Donald Trump just sat next to you and touched your pussy. So even if you play the game of, well, Donald Trump said when you're rich and famous, girls will let you grab them by the pussy. Even if you play into that game, the creeper, the sexual assaulter didn't do to Kristen Anderson what he told America he does. He didn't do it. Because sneaking up and being a party bandit is not his M.O. It's not his M.O. It's not his M.O. He's Donald Trump. He's famous. He's not a sneaker. And if you listen to the Anderson Cooper interview, it's obvious the girl is not playing with a full deck. It's obvious that she's trying to get publicity. Obvious. And when you hear people go, why would 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 anybody want to put themselves through that? What do you mean anybody? You're talking about Democrats. You're talking about uh, the liberal media. You're talking about the entertainment industry. You're looked at as a hero. Put yourself through this. What do you mean put yourself through this? You're looked at as a hero. You're looked at as a hero. What do you think? Uh, Kristen Anderson lives in Oklahoma? She could walk down the street right now and people would be like, yeah, thank you. You can't, yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Oh, what these girls will have to go through. What do you mean what they have to go through? Stop it. Stop it. Just just stop, man. You know how Obama said that yesterday, or was it this morning? Donald Trump says he's going to work for the, for the little guy. Just stop it, man. Just stop it. Please, just stop it. Donald Trump sneaked up on me 
My head was turned, talking to friends, put his hands under my skirt, touched my pussy, and then took off. It wasn't until my friend said, Donald Trump was just sitting next to you and touched your pussy and left. Any other time, any other person, this would never have made it into the Washington Post. Never made it into the Washington Post. Ever. Never made it into the Washington Post. I mean, this was in the Washington Post. Anderson, who said she doesn't support Trump or Hillary Clinton, did not initially approach the Post. A reporter contacted her after hearing her story from a person who knew of it. And she spent several days trying to decide rather to go public. Okay. Sure. So, uh, you know, if there was something that could combat these things... You'd actually have a chance. But you're never going to have a chance. And then the girl with Gloria Allred today? Summer Azervos? Gloria Allred. Glo- Seriously, you guys. Gloria Allred. She was on the first season of The Apprentice. She was eliminated number one. Everybody on her team crapped all over her. If you go to Got News, they, they have the video. They have the video of, of everybody on her team saying she was crappy. She didn't make any phone calls. She was just just she was just worthless. She was just crap. And here she is with Gloria Allred. And she's reading this script. And there's Allred stand sitting next to her with about I don't know, two inches separating her face and Allred's face. And you could see Allred like like shaking her head at, at certain things. And this girl's stories, it, it's it's just again. Me and my girl were talking about this. What you want to know what this now I'll tell you this story. This story sounds like I get. She she I went to 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 uh, I called Mr. Trump on the phone to have a meeting with him because I was in New York. I went to New York. I happened to be there for other business. What other business? What other business? Okay. I went to his office.
I was talking to him about getting a job. When I left, he got up and kissed me on the lips. And I thought, ooh, that was weird. So I called my mom and I called my friends and told them what happened. But I really didn't think anything of it. I got his number, he got my number, and eventually, when I was in California, I I mean, I called him up and I met him for lunch. His bodyguard took me to his hotel room. He then instantly started to paw me, started to grope me, and I said, hey, Hey, dude, hey, I mean, it's just such a fantical story. It really is. And I told him, hey, I don't want to do that. And then he stopped. And the next day I went for a job at his golf car, at his, at his golf course. And then he offered me a job, but it was only half the pay. And it's obviously he did this because I wouldn't have sex with him. That's the story. That's the story. That's the big press conference. With Gloria Allred. It's the big press conference. You know, like I said, man, it's amazing at where we are in this, not, not even campaign, but where we are as a culture. Where we are as a culture. So these two stories were, were were the top stories today. These were so you've got WikiLeaks dropping left and right. I mean left and right. Showing that Hillary was talking about or at least her campaign was talking about Obama being from Kenya and being a Muslim, his dad being a Muslim. Again, more evidence that Hillary Clinton and her crew started the whole birther thing. You have uh, uh, Bill Clinton getting uh, uh, money from. A gift from Cutter, a million dollars for a birthday present. I mean, you, there's just so much stuff that's being dropped. I mean, just imagine, just imagine 
if this girl stuff, if this girl stuff was not getting pumped out there, what would what would the media be doing? They would have to cover the Hillary Clinton WikiLeaks stuff. I mean, you could only hope for so many hurricanes. Seriously, imagine. Imagine. If none of this stuff with the girls were around. Just imagine that. I mean, that's all people will be talking about. Gloria Allred. And there's fundraising letters. Again, you, you think it was a coincidence that Allred popped up? This is from Gloria Allred. Donald Trump is a presumptive Republican nominee for President of the United States in 2016. As a lifelong advocate for women's rights, this statement is frightening. Donald Trump has pledged to reverse the vast amount of great progress we have made over the years. His demeaning treatment of women and his stance on the Supreme Court and issues such as abortion will reverse this progress and negatively impact millions of Americans across the country. And that is unacceptable. The time is to act now. That is a way I hope you will join myself, Tina Chekin, and Robbie Kaplan for a Democratic National Committee reception on May 31st at the home of Leticia and Richard Garut in New York. We will come together and discuss the upcoming race and why we as Democrats must do everything we can to ensure a Democrat remains in the White House for the next four years. RSVP now. I hope you will answer this important call to action, Gloria Allred. So that's back in what? May? I mean, the, the, the reception is May 31st. So you got to imagine that it was planned, you know, April? So, May, June, July, August, September, October. Six months later, Gloria Allred pops up. Think about that. She pops up. With Summer Zervo. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, man.
Here's Gloria Allred. Months and months and months ago. Sending out campaign literature. Gotta stop Trump. Gotta stop Trump. And now she pops up. With some girl from the first apprentice. And if you're a low information voter, this 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 is pretty this is pretty, you know, heavy stuff, man. This is heavy stuff. This is this is this is heavy stuff. If you're on the hard left, it doesn't matter. You despise Trump regardless. If you're on the hard right, aside from the never Trumpers, you know what's up. But if you're the mushy middle, this is this is this will do the job that it's supposed to do. Now, whenever we talk about the mushy middle, I always reference my dad. My dad, by no means, is a dumb guy. He's done beyond well for himself. Beyond well for himself. For a 79-year-old man with a 11th grade education. By no means ignorant. By no means stupid. But he's a low information voter. He barely knows how to use the internet. He has an old computer that he won't get a new one because he knows how to push the buttons that he needs to push. My mom puts up his Ameritrade or whatever stock thing that he does so he could see his stocks in real time making him millions of dollars. So the only place he gets his news is CNN, MSNBC, and Fox. And that's hard because he's 79. He doesn't like to move around with the remote that much. So anytime I've been there in the past six months in New York or in Florida, it's CNN. That's what he has on. So he has no idea about the backstory of Gloria Allred. He has no idea the backstory. And what I mean backstory, he knows who Gloria Allred is. But he has no idea about the WikiLeaks leaks that have Gloria Allred fundraising letters. He has no idea about Kristen... Anderson or Summer Zervos has no idea he's just sitting there in his chair seeing Anderson Cooper talk to this girl for 15 minutes and he's like wow and when I talk to him he goes oh man your boy man he's in trouble man 
And I go, oh, but dad, this. And, uh, he, he goes, oh, Rob, I don't know what you're talking about. I, go, I know you don't, you don't go on the internet. That's what I mean by a low information voter. And for those people, this is heavy stuff. So, we'll see. And I got to imagine, I got to imagine that they have saturated the airwaves with the women. I got to imagine they've saturated, I got to imagine after today, Having the Summer Zervo press conference and the Kristen Anderson interview, that we might not see any more of this come Monday. Now, maybe it'll be Groundhog Day and they'll roll out more girls. Maybe. But the interview with the one girl today in Cooper was bad. She looked real nutty. And this whole Zervos thing. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's the Rob Zakari Show. It's 9.47, guys. Yes, it is 9.47. We are done for the night. We are. We're done. We are. Well, hold on. Do we get that last story out? Got, man, listen, if you go to CNN, they've got a, another. They have another. They have another transcript from Donald Trump and Howard Stern. Like I said, it's it's all about Stern and and and. Trump. That's all it is. That's all. That's all. But we'll get to this stuff uh, come Monday. All right. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari Show. Guys, don't forget. Go to Spreaker.com. Go to BlogTalkRadio.com. Go to iTunes. Go to... Where else? What am I... Oh, iHeartRadio. Just go there. Uh, go to Facebook. I said that in uh, the com. All right. We'll see you guys Monday. You guys are the best. Have a good weekend. Don't uh, take any wooden nickels and be careful of the dangerous evil clowns. All right. Uh, goodbye.